Hello, I'm answering the phone. It's me, Ollie. <laughs> Hello, Ollie. You've answered yep. the phone. It's me, you George. You phoned me. I answered. It it's works. And mm -hmm. um, for now, I'd have no criticism. Okay. What in our conversation so far? Yeah, the your way it's going so far. Okay. Yeah. I kind of feel like this is already a bit of a stumbling block because you know the conversation is not flowing great because we're having a conversation about how we're having a conversation there's no actual content yet so let's put an end to that and i'm gonna say how you doing right now george right this oh, second so much cheeky feeling? energy coursing through my my, my veins yeah you're whizzing yeah, i yeah. could tell yeah i um, feel great but on a more serious note how's your week been um a bit you know highs and lows mm, ups um, and downs that's how i say it yeah um i don't know man it's been all right i must admit i've had a bit of Oh, it's just that thing. The reason I'm finding it hard to put this into words is because I know we're all having days like this, but I've had a few days of what is going on mm -hmm. and like moments where everything becomes a bit clearer. And I'm like, wow, what, what is this? Mm -hmm. um, and I have not been like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, we're really in the thick of it. And in, in you know, we, we've been singing the praises of people doing beautiful wonderful things you know at the end of each episode of this and that's been amazing and but i think i've just had a few days of being quite um overwhelmed by it mm -hmm. and it's so funny that i've just thought now what a brilliant thing this podcast is if for nothing else but just for me and you to go back and be like oh yeah do you remember that week when you felt great and then the week later it all <laughs> fell on its ass <laughs> Well, um, yeah, yeah. That's why we should uh, we should mark time and say that this is, you know, we're still in lockdown. Although my lockdown has changed in the last couple of days because I've been oh, allowed hang on, to go hang on, outside. Ollie, Ollie. Now, now let me ask you how you are. He yeah, hey man, um, how are you feeling right now? Right now, I'm feeling good. I'm snuggly. I'm in my comfies. Um, I actually just had a nap, believe it or not. Ooh. Um, so I woke up from a nap. Uh, my my girlfriend shook me awake, going, "Ollie, remember you got podcast now. It's time, time to, to do work. podcast." <laughs> like, okay, yeah. roll out bed. Made a coffee, even though it's quarter past eight p.m. Had a Kit yeah, Kat, talking to my good yeah. pal. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving but, it. But oh, do you know what I'm really curious in? Actually, is how was how were you yesterday? How was yesterday? That's a really good question. Um, yesterday was. Sun yeah, Sunday was um kind of the first time that we've been allowed to go outside <gasps> for exercise for an hour. And so my girlfriend and I the setup here in in Spain, I'm in Barcelona, between the hours of six AM and ten AM, adults can go out. Then I think eleven till twelve is for elderly or, or um more at risk groups. And then 12 to 7 is jammy children get to oh. run riot. Oh. And then 7 till 11 adults are allowed out if they didn't go out in the morning. Um, so it's a bit complicated. But yesterday my girlfriend and I went out in the morning for a walk. Sun was shining. We went to a bakery and uh, we were able to... It, it was like one in, one out, but we were able to buy a croissant and walk around. I was going to say, that. what did you go for? Yeah, well, to be honest, I actually made a huge mistake. I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up, but it's kind of typical classic you to, to bring it up. But I I saw this thing that appealed to me in the moment, um, mm. even though when I think about it, like it doesn't appeal. And it's sort of, I've seen it quite a lot here. It's... It's the closest thing they have to a sausage roll, but it's like mm. a Frankfurter hot yeah, dog. Yeah, I know the ones. Yeah, <laughs> in in a pastry, and yeah. and I think I've probably had maybe two or three while whilst living here, and every time I'm like, nah, this doesn't work. It's not good. It yeah, sort yeah. of looks like it's going to be a real treat. Um, but also it was like nine a.m. Like I'm not feeling up yeah. for a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, granddad, granddad, what did you eat during isolation when you were allowed out? Hot dog, oh, croissant. Oh, a hot dog in a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, still, you know, just being able to go out and go to a shop, like, it felt mm. bizarre. And uh, we were, everyone was wearing masks and sort of, 
it is a very strange feeling because well one we haven't been around other people in so long and and two we've kind of been made to not quite fear one another but we are very aware that we're we're supposed to keep a certain distance and you know some people obviously are better at that than others and I don't know it's just a very surreal atmosphere but we we started to head back to the flat and I was just thinking like oh this has been such a lovely morning walk and do you want to guess what happened? Uh, Can I guess? Can I have one clue? It's happened to me before and I talked about it on the podcast. um... I'll I'll give you a better clue than that. Let's just say a feathery friend decided to make itself, Um, make its presence known. Shit on you. Yes. And although although I was wearing a hat, uh, it managed to aim just to the sort of right so they all just splattered on my arm. And... And I was with my girlfriend and she just looked because at first you just get hit with some liquid and and quite often hear people like water their plants on their balconies and like mm. w- water comes down. So I was thinking like, oh, well, it was probably just that, hopefully. And I turned to look at my arm, but my girlfriend was like, you just get shit on by a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it really loudly. And there was this other like couple near us who clearly saw the whole thing happen. And I like looked around and they quickly looked down at their shoes, trying not to, to oh. laugh. So did they, did they find like... Uh, was there a bit of uh, isolation joy? Was that brought to the couple? Your um, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I didn't get a, a sense of, of... I can't be sure if they were were laughing at, at, at that. Although it's pretty... I mean, it <laughs> would make sense, wouldn't it? But, you know, this kind of thing does happen to me quite a lot. And I've been thinking about this. You know, in movies, there's like... There's like a character where they show... They show this character having a really bad day, like they they sleep through their alarm and then they they walk out and the bus leaves and then like someone drives through a puddle and it all goes on them. And it's all like building this up. But then towards the end of that day, a wizard comes along and like gives them a chance to like make everything Ooh. sick. Yeah. And uh, my life's like that, except the wizard never fucking turns up. So I oh. just walk around waiting for my wizard and... But it might be years until the wizard turns up. I know, that's the thing. The, the, the movies, they cut straight to that day. Whereas really it's been a long, for that character, it's been a long sort of period of torment. Um, mm. But I just thought, that, yeah, that's classic. First walk after two months... Loving the outdoors, loving the outside world, thinking, isn't nature nice? And then nature goes, no, I'm not. It's like no, this. I'm not. Get back indoors. Yeah, we were enjoying back. it when you weren't here. Yeah, we've taken over. This is us now. Mm. So um, one thing I am curious about, Ollie, so mm-hmm. that was yesterday. What What's the rest of your week been like? <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's been much better. Uh, better than the preceding week Mm -hmm. as we talked about i was having a bit of a tough time up and 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 there's some of that residual feeling is still there but i really do think that after our conversation last week i felt much better um Mm. even i don't know i just it just felt we obviously we constantly talk about how important it is to talk to one another about mental health and stuff like that but it's sometimes quite hard to even think about what that conversation mm. is or what what it looks like what it sounds like or whatever um mm. and i think that it just you know it doesn't have to be you don't have to get to any sort of answers or revelations because you know, that's very unlikely but just the act of sharing it with my good friend, Mr. George Ezra. Mm. Sorry, Jeff. Okay, I was wondering when that was going to make an appearance. Well, no, you said Jeff, and I thought that was fitting. That is, yeah, that is a nice little... Can you play Budapest <laughs> on that? No, I could learn. Okay. Sorry, for week. anyone listening, I've got a harmonica in my hand. Yeah, I think they could um... probably work that one out. Because <laughs> they just heard the like harmonica. So for me, if I'm listening at home... I think, oh, he's got a harmonica. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, whoa, what the fuck was that? Yeah, you probably would think if you're at home like, oh, what a rude prick while his friend's telling an anecdote. He's uh, playing a little novelty instrument, a handheld instrument. The most popular instrument in the world. Is that true? Yeah, apparently it's the most, well, they're like a fiver, aren't they, for a cheap one? So I guess it's just like stocking fillers. I, Mm. I doubt there's like an abundance of pro harmonica players. Well, you say um, that, but can't you get sets that are like in different keys and... and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the reason that it's the most... Anyway, God bloody hell, this is... No, no, this no, is, please. Uh, this is this an washing of I wash 30 my... degrees. <laughs> yeah, I wash at 30. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I am with you there of the... Sometimes you're not sure what the conversation would look like. Yeah. Um, and also, I, th- I think... Uh, it's all balancing act because I don't think, I don't think you always want to have the conversation. Like Monday, well, that's the last thing. week. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Um, that it can also sometimes be like, well, how? What am I trying to say? So, the thought of having the conversation could be in itself like anxiety-inducing or whatever. Of course, because mm. it might be difficult. Um, and I think for me, it helps to remind myself that. It doesn't have to be long and you don't have to solve anything. You can just mm. say, this is how I'm feeling. And, you know, the other person can listen to that and say, you know, I hear you. Mm. And that's all you need sometimes. Because it can be scary to think like, what's... Or also you almost think, what's the point in talking about this? Because how are they going to... What are they going to really say? Mm. But that's the wrong way of looking at it because it's the the act of just of kind of working through it in a conversation that's that has its own value i think yeah I, uh, what do you think about this i like because i had a long conversation with a friend today where i talked through something that's been on my mind and they when i look back on it really i think that conversation i knew what it was i needed I knew what it was I needed to tell myself about that situation, if that makes sense. It's almost like you need to say it out loud and you need to be yeah. given the opportunity to run with it a bit. And yeah. almost, because if you internalise it, you, you're, not, you're almost not aware of how it sounds and you can't mm-hmm. make the same jumps of like, oh, well, maybe I need to be doing this. Yeah. And that phone call that I had today, it really was a friend just letting me feel it out, you know, and it's not like at the end of it, like we've joked about, I'm cured. Mm -hmm. But it it was, you know, I hung up and I had said some things where it was like, ah, that's what you feel or that's, you know. Yeah. You're right. They can't give you those answers, but they can give you the the platform to kind of... The space to work. And also it's almost like they're giving you permission, like Mm. a, a lot of the time if you're having these kind of internal debates with yourself about things it's hard Mm. to know you you can feel like you know some of the stuff you're thinking is not legitimate or whatever but when you say it out loud and say it to another person and they are you know understanding it, it kind of legitimizes it and makes it you can see it in a different way i think you can get some perspective on it that you wouldn't have if you were just going round and round in your own head mm. but i'm aware that because you say that this last week has been there's been a few moments of being overwhelmed um yeah. by the situation and i wonder if part of the reason that my mood has improved significantly is because we ha- we had this kind of a sign that things are maybe slowly heading towards some kind of normality. And even though it's like, compared to uh, pre-corona life, um, an hour a day outside is not exactly, uh, it's not very much, but I think it's more just that it lets you, it reminds you that like, okay, there is a, this is a process and there is a, there is light at the end of the tunnel or whatever. And obviously you've been in lockdown for about two months and mm. and it's still that you're, you're kind of in limbo. Well, shall I tell you, though, Ollie, because I actually had that moment 
Friday last week or something like that, where the news, and I do not want to make light of everybody that's still in the thick of it, but the news I was aware had changed its tune somewhat. And it was the first time that I'd heard like relative positivity, if that makes sense. And there was this sense of kind of, this is the second phase of whatever it is we're going through. Um, The two days that have been, it was yesterday and today. And, And to echo what you were saying about how last week you've kind of felt better since we recorded the show. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I've felt quite flat today, almost until my phone said it was 7pm and it was time to (laughs) ring you. And I just got this bolt of energy came through me. Um, And so that's a, you know, that's a brilliant thing. And just quickly going back to that whole, the talking to people on the phone, there's, so many things that I think I take for granted in my life and it's something that I'm trying to do less but it really is to have people that will just sit on the phone to you and I, and I can't help but think all of us have that person we might just not have figured out who it is yet if that makes sense it's uh all of us have all oh, those people in our lives that will pick up the phone and hear us out and it, it is in because I I've seen a few messages towards the show saying I don't know who I would talk to mm-hmm. or you know I don't, and I can't help but think there'll be someone is that you know am I being a bit too Pixar about that um well obviously we don't know everyone's situations and and it would maybe be simplifying it too much to to assume yeah. that but even if you don't actually have someone in that you have like that kind of personal relationship with there are loads of services and and phone lines and things like that um that i think i can't remember where i saw this but there was an article about someone who works for one of these i can't remember which organization it is but it's it's like a helpline like samaritans or whatever where people who Mm. are feeling overwhelmed or in distress can can call up and they were talking about the as you as you could might imagine the spike that they've had mm. since all the coronavirus stuff's going on um and how often obviously this doesn't happen all the time but how often the a bit like when i spoke to you last monday like the beginning of the phone call and the end of the phone call that you can tell there's a marked difference in the person's kind of voice or attitude but just because well it's that thing of getting the weight off your shoulders as you're mm. as you're talking and that obviously doesn't mean that it's as simple as you call them up and and uh, everything will be fine and you'll feel great but it does make a huge difference and just a kind voice there are kind mm. voices out there many of them mm. and you need to show yourself the kindness of of um you know recognizing that you deserve to mm. to be met with a, a kind voice i don't mean you specifically i mean the world george yeah yeah this is a oh yeah i know you're talking big stuff i'm no, talking big no man. Mama, this mama is, pop. no this is my my big pitch to um become yeah, mayor of the world no whoa 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 <laughs> Should I tell you one thing that I really, I've thought this for almost eight years now. Wow, okay. And I've never, I might have told you in the so pub, Ollie, 2012, about this. so, oh, that the Olympics were sick? London <laughs> No, Olympics? no, no, oh. no. Um, I watch some sporting events when they're big. You know, when, if these big, I'm not like a, there's nothing I follow regularly, but when it's the World Cup, I'm all darts. about it, you know. But yeah, darts, I'm all about that. I remember the sick day, I mean, this is a massive tangent, let's Please. not go down there. No, come um, on. No, I was just saying, whenever I had a sick day of school, I don't know why, but the snooker always seemed to be yeah. on. Maybe it was just, I do, and I used to love it watching Dot just pocket those balls like oh, they were. gorgeous. Fucking, yeah, beautiful. Did you say popping um, those balls like they were pudding? No, I said potting those balls like they were, and then I realised I don't know what they were like. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. So, sporting events, you will watch athletes and managers and fans alike stand up and sing the national anthem 
Okay. Um, now, it's not that I've got anything against our national anthem, but it doesn't do much for me. Nah. Okay? And I don't Look, know... I'll I say know what you're too verse. scared to say. It's, it's rubbish. On. It's a rubbish national anthem. Right. No, it's not... Because I, like I like the beginning bit, but it's... it's uh, I don't know. It doesn't have that... Pow, 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 pow. Now, one thing that we pow, have... Yeah, is... We are home to probably the world's most famous band of all time, and that is the Beatles. And I, oh, I want to start. This. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember you telling me this <laughs> excitedly after a few pints. Well, it stuck with it. I've always thought this, and I just think <laughs> there should be the national anthem, and everyone can sing that, and more traditional, you know, minded people can get their fix. And then there, there is the unofficial national anthem. And everybody stands to their feet and we all sing, All you need is love. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. And it's just because it's not about like, you want, no matter where anyone's from in that stadium, you just want people to feel good. And I had the, um, I was very lucky. I was invited to the Champions League final in Madrid last year. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> Um, um, that's funny uh, having... because you, <laughs> yeah. you it's just odd that you t you ended up there someone yeah, with no interest in the game yeah but it was Tottenham versus Liverpool right and um, it was I got emotional just that amount of people singing uh, what do they sing the Liverpool fans they say um I can't remember. It's like you'll ne you'll ne you'll never walk alone. Isn't that Liverpool? Oh, oh wait, who did you say it was? Tottenham. And yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they sang "You'll Never Walk Alone," um, and it was really like moving. That mm -hmm. many voices, and I just think if you know at the next World Cup, so God save our gracious queen, da 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 da, da God save our queen, and then it goes da 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 da. All you need is love. Yeah, and it would just get everyone. And it doesn't, even the opposition would be like, yeah, all you need is love. And we would be spreading this beautiful message around the world. Okay, but, right, this is a beautiful idea. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I know more about sport than you. Well, I think fairly, we probably know the same amount. I'm fairly sure. That that basically happens because throughout the game, people are singing or like in between or before people are singing like that. What's that one? Like, um, na, 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 <laughs> And then they insert their own thing, perhaps. Or we will rock you. We are the champion. There's like stadium anthems no. that people sing I in these events. But I get that. But but what I'm saying, when in the last World Cup, a lot of people, I'm fairly sure it was Iceland. Is it Iceland? Is that how you pronounce the country? Oh, God. Is what? it Iceland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wait, 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 wait. What's I'm very confused. <laughs> so you, you're, are you, what are you saying? Ice, Ice, Iceland. Iceland? What? Is there a difference between the supermarket and the country's pronunciation? <laughs> Look, I've got to be honest with you, George. Right now, I'm questioning everything. <laughs> okay, one sec. I'm going to Google how you pronounce Iceland. Iceland? Iceland? Well, this is it. Iceland. Is it Iceland or Iceland? <laughs> to all our Icelandic... Ice... Well, it's Icelandic, but... Okay, wait, one sec. I'm going on holiday to Iceland. No, it's definitely Iceland. They both sound fucked up. Wait, okay. Yeah. Here's pronunciation guide on youtube iceland oh well that's a robot that's an american and it was robot. american robot yeah, iceland. Yeah. <laughs> iceland um well no no this is oh, important i'm happy that you're in this oh, here we are. with me iceland 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 this iceland this cambridge iceland. dictionary british robot is saying iceland 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 okay well iceland okay well Could in the last chosen, world cup like, you know no, no, but it was France. Iceland for a reason. Okay. Because their national anthem, it, much like the how when New Zealand, they, they do the, is it the hacker dance? Uh, yeah, I think that's what it's Ask called. Ask the Cambridge robot. 
Excuse and me, she'll Cambridge go, robot. She'll go, haka. Yeah, it is haka, haka dance. Yeah. yeah. So they're kind of, they did this really rousing, like, Ugh! and they'd like, like thump their chest, Ugh! and their whole fans would, it was like a call and response, mm -hmm. and they'd do it back. And everyone, you wanted to watch them play just to see that. And mm -hmm. that wasn't a national anthem, I don't think. I think that was like a extra on top that, <laughs> that caught the imaginations of everyone watching the sport. And I think, all you need is love. People would, would be the like, British equivalent of that. Yeah, yeah. People would be like, oh, I, I, I won't do an accent, but they'll be like, oh, England are playing whoever today. Oh, let's just tune in for the beginning because it's really beautiful when everyone sings all you need is love. Yeah. Okay. Um... Da, 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 da. Look, all you need is love, love. I we're gonna get sued. I reckon the Beatles. That you never hear their music anywhere because I reckon if, even if there's like a second of it, it's like yeah, one down. million dollars, please. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Um... <laughs> to pay for Ringo's sketches addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo's uh, mansion is just full <laughs> with sketches. sketches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check out uh, Ringo's sketches advert uh, if any listeners are confused. And sorry, Ollie, I feel confused. as if you were you were part of a really top quality podcast for a while there, and I've just let, hey! let us down. A... George, Go I'm on. having I'm having fun with my friend online. Um, okay, on, we are online. Yes. Oh, that was very loud. That okay? That was okay. too loud. Just so okay, you know. Sorry. Next sorry. time, please, a bit more distance. Okay, um, sorry. Okay, oh, so God. basically, you want people to start singing "All You Need Is Love" um, at sporting events, but when England play, <laughs> so all you need is love as long as you're watching England play. And what's that got to do with coronavirus or? <laughs> Uh, um, mental health. Uh, I was saying that I went to sports. Oh no, I can't remember. Maybe just the. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> well, listen, it's a lovely. Oh, Jay Rayner's going to be on the phone saying, "Why did I help you promote this? This shit. This show. <laughs> um, no, it's a lovely idea, George. Thank you for sharing it with us. Um, <laughs> yeah." Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. I wanted to talk about, uh, so I mentioned that when we go out, we're, well, it's not mandatory, but it's highly encouraged that we wear the 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 masks. Um, mm. And I was wearing mine for the first time when I went out. And there's a few little things that are annoying about it, like superficial things, like because I wear glasses, my glasses steam up constantly i look like austin powers when he gets horny um <laughs> i also which is quite often if you remember oh, oh yeah it is um and also start calling you austin no please don't <laughs> groovy baby um but also because you you kind of forget that you're wearing a mask and you like if you're you're trying to smile at someone and as you pass them in the street or you're at your, you step out of their way and you want to smile just so they know, like, you know, just the, the normal social, or like, if you see everything's okay. Yes. You want to smile. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the main thing that I was thinking about is that, um, in a lot of ways, the wearing the mask exacerbates a lot of the things that, give me panic attacks because the kind of constriction and being able to f hear and feel your own breathing that's the kind of energy that would would often feed my frenzy 
Um, mm. And I, I kind of did a Google search and there's lots of people who find it really difficult to, to wear these things because it's it's kind of claustrophobic. And also that's before you even think about like people who uh, of, uh, associate it with being actually scared of of the the virus and that kind of stuff that's mm -hmm. a whole other layer and so i was thinking about this and i think customizing your masks adding a bit of fun to them is a way to to lighten this situation and i found okay. a website where you can upload any image and have it printed on a mask now Oh, cool. The issue is... Well, yeah. I thought you were about to say, I found a website where you can upload any image. And I was <laughs> like, that sounds like every website hey, ever. <laughs> listen, man, I'm high tech. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the only issue is you have to buy them in bulk of like 100 plus. So, <laughs> so I'm just wondering, um, you know, if we could just do little... Uh, What's the word? God, what's the word? Little uh, pass Holy. pass around. <laughs> what's it called when you whip round? A little whip round. Whip round, yeah. Um, get some money together so that uh, I can put a funny image on a mask. I haven't decided what yet. I was thinking maybe a weed leaf would be quite good. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, because on a serious note, I, the a few of the articles I read had um mental health professionals kind of giving advice on this and actually i think the spanish health like one of the health officials said that they're gonna look into potentially allowing people with kind of severe anxiety who would really struggle wearing the mask to not have to because to get on public transport you have to and they're thinking of relaxing that i think um mm. it just reminded me of how many of these like obviously going being able to go out at all is a relief for us here but then for lots of people there's this added stress mm. of something like the mask or just the kind of uh, like you've talked a little bit about when you spend so much time indoors, when you suddenly uh, go back out, it mm. becomes a weird thing. The kind of, uh, ag yeah, cause it, it's not just leaving the flat and walking into, you know, a, a quote unquote normal world. You're still, if you're, if you've got any amount of panic about the virus, you know, which I think a lot of us do. It's, it's, you're going to think twice about, should I go there? Should I? And I think there'll still be people that go, well, especially in Spain where you've not been allowed out for half an hour exercise for weeks. Mm -hmm. I, I imagine there will be people that still, it's going to take a running jump. Yes. Know, kind of, well, I'm not prepared. I'm not ready to do that just yet. Yes. Um, well, so, because what's yeah. it called? I always pronounce this wrong. In fact, I think I pronounced it wrong in it's last Iceland. week's episode. No, not that. Oh, okay, um, sorry. I always say agoraphobic, but I think it's agor agoraphobic. Ah, I always thought it was agoraphobic. Well, now I don't know. Oh, Maybe that fuck knows. They might be two different phobias. Well, you're giving me agoraphobia right now because I'm getting aggro, <laughs> but. <laughs> but uh, anyway, whatever it is, obviously some people might start feeling those kinds of feelings for the first time because you've been forced to stay inside for so long. But also for people who have previous, uh, like a history with it, it must be, it's, it's the Exasperated. same. Yeah. And, and, and maybe some people have made steps towards getting over it and this has set them back in the same way that there's been a few things in the news about people who um, had compulsions around washing their hands suddenly every news outlet is telling you yes you must do that um yeah. and it's just more complicated for 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 some people than it is for others well, obviously but we mentioned it last week about how I've heard in the UK more and more the 
political scientific advisors and experts and politicians alike are all talking about the mental health implications that this is having and will continue yeah. to have even when it's said and done yeah. because and something that um i'm sure i've spoken to you ollie I, I don't know if i've spoken about it on the podcast but that uh is this about singing all you need is love uh, no minutes? no no i no. don't want to go back down that <laughs> right, right. No, no. um after the first record you know i, I did I know this is my experience, but I did upwards of 18 months, 12 months of not working in a way that I had known. And I, I had known for however many years this this existence. And mm -hmm. I said that all I wanted to do was... Anyway, but I really felt the strain of not being a part of a team anymore. And I mm -hmm. felt the, like that a real... I want to be... Feel like I have a purpose when I wake up. And I missed it so much. Yeah. Um... And I think that's a, something that I'm hearing a lot of people talk about that have been, because the furloughing here in the UK is brilliant as a kind of, there's a bit of stability there for people. And I know other people are being made redundant, but it's the, it's the people that are, that are friends of mine where it's like, I just don't have anything to do in the morning. Yeah. Like it's that, that there, there was like a, I think people are missing that. And there's this ongoing conversation of, is this proving that we don't need office spaces? And it's like, well... Yes and no, because surely what a part of that is that people are a part of something. Yes. Um, they although, feel a part of a team and a, a wider thing. Although we're saying this as people who have uh, managed to escape office life. But, but we've I don't, but definitely I don't think got... It's... Well, no, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think you're wrong, because we've definitely got emails from people saying that they have been having after works drinks with their colleagues on zoom and stuff because they miss community that they had at work and when you you go from working in an office or wherever in where in a space with other people to literally just sitting in a quiet room or whatever on your laptop that's if you can still work from home that is it must be really weird and difficult really difficult yeah because is that uh i've, I've I've got a few friends who either them or their partners, they're in the couple, one has been furloughed and is not working and the other is working from home. And I have asked all of them just out of curiosity, just like, are you grateful for the work? Are you, and every time they said, I've, like, the person who is working is saying, yeah, I really, I can't imagine not having it because it's something to, yeah. And the other person in, in each of these relationships has said, you know, kind of the, 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 again, I'm using this word that is a bit of a peculiar word to use around all of this, but the novelty wore off quite quickly. You know, it's like the, I'm, I'm looking forward to being back and part of a team of some sort. Yeah, I think that everyone has, has had that. If, if they ever felt any sense of novelty, that's long gone. Because I remember towards the beginning of all this, people who, my friend, people I follow on Instagram and stuff who were suddenly working from home there was a lot of like oh cheeky working from home in my jammies and my slippers um yeah and then after a while you see that they've started getting dressed again because that's just not it's not as fun as it first seems it might be fun no. once in a while but when it's every day um but i also i can't remember where i heard this i think it was on another podcast but um it was about someone who lives in, in shared accommodation in a shared flat in London with three other people and they're still working, but the three other people aren't. Ooh. And it's, I think it's, uh, I think it was something like there's only, the only space they can work really is in the living room and they're all sitting there like you know watching tiger king or whatever and they're yeah. sitting on their laptop trying to trying to get work done there's just That's so many yeah so many permutations of weird and difficult situations do you know um, what i'm very happy about among a lot of things i'm really happy that i am not still living in my student flats that i lived in because i think that I should say, as a student, I lived in these flats. Because um, I can't imagine what we would have done. Yes, it would have been dangerous, I think. 
dangerous um, and you know just high octane we mm-hmm. like you know I'm just yeah well i'm glad that uh this happened uh, no wait i don't want that to be edited down and it just sounds like me saying <laughs> i'm glad this happened i am uh, uh, at the very least this this happened when my girlfriend and I had moved flat because our previous flat, uh, if you'll remember, George, I described to you, uh, yes. you know, waking up, like putting socks on and finding cockroaches in the socks. Um, yes. And there was a severe damp problem that destroyed one of my guitars and probably has done irreparable damage to my lungs. Uh, yes. So if I was stuck in there for two months... Um, I seem to remember it, yeah. <laughs> I'll be the opposite of yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry if if someone listening to this is in a you know a bad situation. Um, you know, I feel for you. God. Um, I, uh... All you need is love. Oh, Ollie. Yeah. It's just a real pleasure to be able to talk to you. Um, you too. Lifted my, my spirits, dear, sweet friend. Um, oh. You want to do any? Uh, see if the messenger boy's got any parchment yeah, for us. I, I would love that. Although, actually, before that, can I quickly tell you about the dream I had last night? And I know that's usually uh, just yeah. Just I want to say, are you it's sure? It's interesting. You do it this? is interesting. It is. Are you sure it, it's interesting? It is interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Okay, because often people say, I swear, I had the craziest dream last night. Okay, uh, well. It's kind of related to 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 you know uh, this podcast, so that's why I want to, to discuss oh, okay. it. Um, a bit of context first. My girlfriend loves what she would call candy, um, <laughs> sweet, sticky, icky candy, um, yeah. sugary, sugary candy. She's got a sweet tooth. She's got a sweet tooth. Um, and I had a dream. And an even sweeter smile. Oh, thank you very much. No, that's really... Oh, she's going to really love you. She's going to be made up with that. that oh, my God, that's lovely. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a dream last night that my medication, my antidepressants, came in like a gummy form. And Ooh. I went to take one and saw they were all gone and discovered that my girlfriend had been eating all my medicine. <laughs> because it had a gummy texture that was like sweet, yummy candy. Now, I want to make clear that this is an unfair... I She wouldn't do something like that. But in my dream, I was saying to her, like, can you not do that? Because I need that medication. It's quite What important. effect did it have on her? Did, well, this... did she yam it all down in one sitting? Uh, no, she would just like slowly over time was just eating my, my medicine. Okay. Um, okay. And... And she sort of acted like, okay, sorry, but like as if she was kind of annoyed that I was bringing it up. And it got me thinking, firstly, do gummy antidepressants exist? If anyone out there has any experience, please let me know. What were you going to say? Probably not or probably yes? Probably in America. They do a lot of things in the gummy. I remember one uh, friend of mine, we were on tour in America and he was convinced that he needed more energy. And just as a side note, this young man has plenty of energy that I'm talking about. And uh, he found these things called Arlies and they were just like... Arlies? Yeah. Oh They're yeah, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Did you not um, realise that that's my name? They took it. <laughs> no. oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but Energy they... gummies, yeah. They're... No, like... but they were insane. Like he would be just wired, and mm. because they had that gummy texture, I'm sure he would like. Oh yeah, just oh yeah, have a little Ollie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I I did when I described this dream to my girlfriend. I did say, even though she hadn't done this and it didn't exist and it wasn't real, I was like, oh, it's so American to have gummy antidepressants. <laughs> and she's like, well, but you, I did. Just I don't. About, what are you talking about? I'm just making a bit of breakfast. What are you talking about? <laughs> you started eating my gummy depressants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> antidepressants, I should say. Um, anyway, I think you'll agree. Wicked, um, wicked dream. Well worth it. Okay. Yeah. Messenger boy, on the horizon. One sec. Um, I've got a few insults to roast the messenger boy with. 
Um, no, 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 not in these testing times, Ollie. No, listen, listen, listen. It's kind of fun. Like, uh, I just looked up, like, best roasting jokes. Um, okay. And, you know, they're not too harsh. It's like, okay, here we are. Messenger boy, um, I thought of you today. I was taking out the rubbish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh no, look at his face, Ollie. It's not okay. nice. Uh, 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 I love what you've done with your hair. How'd you get it to come out of your nostrils like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm roasting you, man. I'm roasting you. But anyway, anyway, yeah, give us the um, uh, messages slash play the song. Email for you, my lord. emails just come in my lord so, just quickly george i did send you a picture of this but we should say uh, i'm going to post a picture of this on instagram when this episode comes out someone made a cake for uh for the messenger boy of the messenger boy it's a it's quite amazing to be honest i don't really know how they did this this is from roma i should say who uh seems to own roma's bake shop in not sure where it is somewhere in india but i'm not sure exactly where and it's a lovely cake with the messenger boy i mean you know looking quite handsome so it's not it's not that realistic it's not lifelike but um and it says news from the east sire and it's just very cool so thank you very much it's amazing yeah i'm gonna put this up on my stories too because i want people to see just look and as you say he you know uh, he wishes he looked like that. Yeah, yeah it's not quite, uh, you know, a likeness to the to the young man we know, but it's uh, <laughs> the cake itself is marvelous. Okay, agreed. Right, next up, these emails are. It's this is more for me than it is for you, I should say, because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this odd kind of ritual I had to do to be able to sleep. Uh, yes. Which was, I would basically have to go through and, and tell myself that, that all the people in my life were okay and they were still going to be okay in the morning. And and it was almost like a prayer, even though uh, I'm not religious. And I said this on the podcast and you sort of went like, oh yeah. And then no one said anything about it for a week and a half until two people this week s- described very similar things that they do and i can't explain the kind of i mean it was quite emotional to be honest it felt really special to to know that other people do this and it made put me at ease a little bit um and so here's one email i don't actually know i'm going to keep them anonymous just in case but they say hey george and ollie hope you're doing okay i've always wanted to listen to your podcast but never really got around to it until now i finally caught up to podcast page boys and you've honestly both been providing me with some much needed positive vibes and laughs I'm still in school and never really realised how much I enjoy and rely on school until now. I've had intrusive thoughts over the past few years, but I always tried to ignore them, which was easier for me when I had school and and exams as distractions. I thought if I acknowledged these thoughts, it would mean I was a bad person and I'd be responsible if anything bad happened. In fact, just like Ollie, I used to do a ritual slash prayer thing every night where I would touch my headboard, make a list of everyone in my life who I wanted to protect and all the things I didn't want to happen to them. Side note for me, this is very, very similar to my Mm -hmm. thing. Um, uh, the emailer goes on a bit like touch wood that doesn't happen but in a deeper sense I know it sounds Mm -hmm. super weird but in my head I thought that would cancel out the bad thoughts and balance would be restored in the world now I know that iProbs don't have the power to control the world with my mind but for a long time it gave me a little bit of peace the only reason I stopped this nightly routine is because I got a new headboard and had to convince myself that even if I didn't do a ritual things should still be okay You have no idea how much relief and excitement I got from hearing Ollie talk about his weird prayers. 
I've never told anyone before because I thought I was the only one doing it and didn't think others would understand. So thank you both for being so open about your mental health. This podcast has helped me realize that I'm not my thoughts and I've now had a conversation with my parents about what goes on inside my head. Keep being yourselves and stay cool. Um, oh, mate. Yeah, I just, I really appreciate. I I felt the same kind of relief and excitement that you must have when um, when I started talking about this a couple of weeks ago, you being the emailer. Um, mm. And when I was reading that and they started to describe it, I was thinking, this is the same. And it's such a specific thing. And it's something that I've always felt so uh, strange about. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just, it meant a lot to to read that. And there was another one that I actually can't find at the moment, unfortunately, but another a, a guy saying that he would have to basically uh, make plans with people for the next day because if he made plans, then he knew they would still be there. And that's another thing that yeah. I would feel. I would, and I would, I would like have to say to uh, my girlfriend or my family, like I would have to say like, see you in the morning. And it's not yeah. ju just saying it just because that's what people say. I would need them to say it back to me because I'd be like, if I don't say this or you don't say it, then my mind is going to convince me that I will not see you in the morning. Yeah, um, it's like you've put it in place as a kind of a, a verbal contract. Like, yeah. well, if we both say this, then yes. we'll be there tomorrow. Yes. But also, because um, I completely understand the relief you're talking about of hearing somebody else talk about something so, you know, you thought was so unique to you. Mm. Um, but also, the first email... Uh, that you read, the email that you read mentioned what we were talking about earlier of like not realizing how much they relied on school just to be a part of something. Yes, and that's another point that's really, you know, it's fitting that that was in there. But I'm, yes. I'm really, um, because I remember you saying about the as the emailer put it, weird prayers, um, <laughs> and I. We didn't really go any further with it. We didn't talk about it, but I didn't feel as if I want. I didn't want to kind of go. Oh, do you know what I mean? I didn't want to <laughs> make a big thing of it. But it's. Uh, I'm really happy that you've been able to read those emails. That you know, that's what yeah. it's all about, isn't it? It's like knowing that you're not the only person in the club. Yes, you know, and you're not. You're not some freak for doing this. And to those emailers, I hope you know that you are not. There is nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> it might not be the healthiest behavior, but it doesn't make you. Uh, You're not the baddie. And no. and amazing that you've opened up a conversation with your parents. Yes. I think yes. that's amazing. Um, and just to, to finish, George, this this email quickly kind of ties into what we were saying about people missing work and being part of a team. So this is from Jay. Jay says, thanks to both you boys. The Phone a Friend podcast has become a weekly revelation during my lockdown and helps... <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I need a squirt of water to before we go on, please. <laughs> I need some orange squash oh. and I need it fast. <laughs> Just a little squirt and that's perfect for me. So Jay says the podcast is, is helping him through his time in uh, his home office. Um... Sorry. Uh, I've just finished the most recent show and there have been so many laugh out loud moments that my family now just knows to ignore me and carry on with their day because it's just <laughs> George and Ollie, <laughs> uh, which I, I like that. Um, before the pandemic and stay at home policies, I worked in a small office with a handful of other people. While I tend to complain a little about my office work life and the daily conversations and typical interactions, it's taken this pandemic to realise that it wasn't so bad after all. Imagine actually missing the daily meetups in the office kitchen or hanging around the printer, not to mention the odd lunch out on a patio in the sunshine. Oh. I have enjoyed some things about working from home, like a 15 second commute to my office, having lunch with my family and endless walks around the neighbourhood. But when I'm kind of down, I realize it's the social interactions from the office that are missing. 
The genuine warmth that now that it's not available is truly missed from talking face to face with a colleague, even if it's only from across a boardroom table. I'm imagining how great it will be to be back at our places of work, to talk and laugh with colleagues and friends, and hopefully never take it for granted again. I'm glad your podcast is reaching so many people and seems to be a real comfort to many. I know it has been to me. Hearing you guys banter about banter about as real friends has also made me think about old friends and I've reached out to many. Although it's been a terrible time all around given the circumstances, we all need to find the silver linings and you both have provided a silver lining for many. Thank you very much, Jay. And you're going to like this, George. I like all of this so far. I'm picturing Jay around the coffee like dispenser at work or something. Just complete good vibes after yeah. all of this is said and done. Yeah. Lots of like kind of finger clicks and points like, hey, hey, you know, daddy o. Yeah, yeah, we'll daddy-o. see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. But Jay says, so thank you again. I really appreciate you both a ton. From one of your brothers in Canada. Sorry, Ollie. <gasps> oh, no. wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sending so much love out to our brothers and sisters in Canada. Look, and Jay, I hope you can feel it, my brother. Jay, uh, that was a lovely email. And we, um, I, I, I'm, well, I think I'm speaking for us both when I say uh, we're very glad we can be of some uh, assistance in this time. And, yeah. you know... I gotta give it up for my brothers and sisters in Canada. I, I, I've been yes! reluctant, but yes! I've yes! gotta. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jay, thank you very much for your lovely email, and also what a what cherry on top that you I are. Know. One of our brothers in Canada. Yep. Um, so thank you very much. I wonder for what all part of Canada he's from because it's uh, well, a big he's old from, place. He's from uh, London, Ontario. Ontario. Oh. Ontario. Um. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll, do you know what I might do is get, gather some uh, London, Ontario, Ontario facts for next week. Yes, please. So do. that we That'd feel connected lovely. to our brother in Canada. Yeah. And if you're a brother or sister or whatever in Canada or, you know, <laughs> you know what? I'm getting a bit too carried away from this because actually you can be from anywhere and we want to hear from you. Okay, please do not feel as if don't I don't want you to be listening to the podcast and thinking I can't I'm going to go and send an email and then you get to the end and it says it basically suggests that it is a requirement to be from Canada. It is not. I- I love the idea of playing a show in Canada in the future and there'd be banners that say it's your brothers and sisters <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> and I'm I'd sure just like to happen. say I have no idea why that was ever said in the first place, but here we it's are. It's here to stay. And here it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, so thank you very much to everyone who emailed in and please do get in touch. The way to do that, <clears throat> George, is... Well, the best way to get in touch with us is to email. Uh, it's contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Okay, so that's the best way. What would you say is the second best way? Um, what are your top talk three to, ways? Talk to, the, talk to the messenger boy direct. So you could pass on a letter to him direct. Okay. And the third one is to, when it's really quiet at night, just whisper it out your window and hope that we can hear you Okay, it travels on the wind. Well, I agree with you that that, I mean, if those are your top three, that is definitely the least effective way of doing it. Um, well, that's what I was doing when, because London's so quiet, I was just opening my window and just telling some of my secrets really quietly out the window. <laughs> And I was just getting, and I was hoping that someone might just catch them on the breeze somewhere else. Watch out, George! There's going to be a a Sun article saying George Ezra whispers deep <laughs> innermost secrets into the night. Yeah, I'll just really cutely, I'll just very cute. I just whisper them, and then I'll just hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, this sounds a little bit like my fucking nightly prayer thing, and we're sort of joking about it. Like, imagine that. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yes, so uh, email phone a friend podcast at no <laughs> wait, what is it? Con- <laughs> contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Uh and please tell your friends about the pod, give us a review, um you know, all that lovely stuff. And uh George, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, it really has. And I will speak to you 
next week. Oh, or in the in the next hour, more like we're friends. <laughs> am I, outside am the I right? Okay, Ollie. Thank you very much, mate. Speak to you later. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.